Welcome back to the second season of If the Coach Could Talk podcast with your hosts, Cassie and Megan, where we'll continue to debate over anything from controversial coffee flavors to the anticipated and not too distant post-grad life. All from the comfort of the coach that has so much tea to spill, yet can never say a word. Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited to be back on that podcast grind. Yep, we're back. School has begun. Last year of college, undergrad still, life. Still sitting on the couch thinking about <laughs> philosophical thoughts. Yeah, no, nothing's new, but we have a volume two. Stuff is new. We're seniors. It's our last year of college. That's new for this yeah, volume. Yeah, it is new. It is new. And we're starting the volume beginning of fall. It's the first day of October. Happy October. Happy fall. Is it the first day of fall? Uh, no, I think it was last week. Well, happy belated <laughs> first day of fall. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about everything, like the fall scaries. Especially, and what that means to us. Right. Especially as seniors in college and what the scaries mean in that context so a lot to a lot to talk about but the first thing what do you think of when you think of fall scaries <laughs> oh my gosh I don't know I think of just like the anxieties that surround returning to college but especially in a more magnified sense because last fall I was living at home because of COVID so like I didn't even have the full year of my junior year I only had the spring um so it was an extra long break I think which made anticipating moving back to campus extra daunting i guess mm -hmm. what about you? i agree no I, I think along the same lines especially jumping into like a fresh year it being our last year just a lot going on like there's so much that is kind of back to normal and so what do you mean in terms of like the covid world which we're still living in but it seems like because we've been in it for so long, a lot of it has kind of just gone by the wayside and it's opened again. I just dropped my phone. <laughs> You're fine. Sorry. Um, no, I agree. I think that that totally makes sense. I think it's just when you're a college student, you automatically have a different perspective of it than people in the surrounding towns and cities would. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we've had dances. We've had... Yeah, we've had dances in parking events. garages. Parking because... Let's talk about the parking garage dance for a second. <laughs> so we had a formal in a parking garage with no masks because we were outside. We were outside, yes. But it's an interesting take on like returning to normalcy, but yet still kind of having that, you know, we have to be outside in a garage kind of thing to prevent the spread of, you know, COVID. Yeah, and I will say, too, that the majority of students are vaccinated, which obviously, like, data has shown that it's very good in terms of COVID numbers and, like, the rate of spread. In, like, a high spread area, too. Right, right. So, obviously, they took the necessary precautions and felt like having a dance outside was the best way to still have the dance right and we have our big senior ring weekend which is unique to our school uh coming up in two or three weeks and that's also outside but it's going to be a little bit chillier so i don't know how that's going to play over mm -hmm. but we don't need masks and you can bring outside guests as your date and right. so it's like pretty normal because the people last year i don't even think they were able to have that yeah. same thing yeah i think we're getting back to a point where 
where life was very similar pre COVID in terms of what college looked like, what senior year looked like with all of the events. Uh, I feel like we have stuff every weekend these days. We have so many things. That's part of fall series. I have a planner (laughs) with like nine different color Mm -hmm. highlighters and nine million things happening. Yeah. But mostly good things, just very, very busy. And it's different this year because you're not just doing your classes. You are fully preparing for what happens come May. I think the looming, like, post-grad, I have no idea what I'm doing thought is always in my mind, like, every hour. But you do know what you're doing. Well, I do, but I don't. I would. I know what I would like to be doing. Isn't but that all it is? You just... Nothing is set in stone, and I think that's, like, the scary part of it. And we talked about this a little bit before of, like, LinkedIn is great because (laughs) you can find jobs and things that way. But then you get an alert, like, every couple of days from someone or a friend that says that they've, like, are happy to announce that they have, you know, signed on to become an associate in, (laughs) like, following their graduation from college. And it's just very scary every time you see that because I'm like, when am I? Because you're waiting for your post. Yeah, because right now it feels like I'm the furthest away from said post. (laughs) Right, but it's also like we were talking about you can take any job, but if you want to be selective, like it's no longer just a summer internship. Mm -hmm. This is, if you're signing on to something, this is kind of, it's more real. So you're not going to sign on to some company that you're not interested in, that the benefits aren't good. Like you have to now have this new lens right where i want the door to be open for opportunities Mm -hmm. but i also don't want to be taking the bare minimum if i feel like i can take more or if i feel like there's a better option out there but i just have to wait on it and so it's like when do i settle versus when do i like push a little more if i think that i can go for something bigger don't call it settling you're not settling Settling would be like taking a job that you literally hate, but you're not doing because you're in this position right now where you're freaking right. out. It means you're not settling. Yeah, I think that's like the flip side of it is that I don't – I'm freaking out a little more because I know that I want something that I will at least enjoy. What about people like me that are just signing back to school? So Grad school. you're going to law school. I'm not going anywhere yet. yet <laughs> I'm applying yet, to law applying school. Law school. Um, yeah, I think there's taking the LSAT or taking the GRE or, you know, going to grad school, get your MBA, get your JD. Like, that's – I feel like I'm filling out the Common App again with a new – like, a new brain. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of vibe. You have all the fees, all of this, all the transcripts, yeah. all the recommendation, the personal statement, the supplements. And I'm just like, can I just be there already? Yeah. And I think that also, too, obviously, like, for your field, going to get your JDs – really like essential you yeah i mean you, you need i can't need be a lawyer without a jd and so then that a lot of others <laughs> no i'm getting i'm getting deeper I swear. Oh, no. um no but with the gres and in terms of just basic grad school where do you think the line is drawn in terms of like diminishing marginal utility money and not being confident. Like in the how, career. what is one more class or one more paper that or thesis that you write in grad school? How is that going to be shifting the lever of your intellectual capacity? I mean, I think it comes down to what you want because if you are going to get a PhD or an MBA that you are not 
intrinsically motivated to get, then none of that really matters. Mm -hmm. Because I know people that are going to grad school because they think they have to go to grad school. And they're like, oh, well, so-and-so went to grad school. I'm going to go to grad school. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you want to do with this degree? Oh, I don't know yet. Like that, there's no utility there. Right. Because you're going because of a status quo. I'm Mm -hmm. going because I'm passionate about this and I want to do it. And that doesn't make it any easier. I mean, maybe slightly easier because like I'm studying towards a goal that I want to achieve, not anybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, yeah, I think those extra papers and classes and years of, you know, pursuing the degree are going to be worth it because of my attitude towards the future. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's, it's an important distinction between I'm going to be really intentional with like my career stuff, or I'm going to be really intentional with going to grad school because I know what I want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Cause you can kind of put the dots together versus someone that says, I'm going to go to grad school and then figure it out after that. Then I feel like, it, it might not just make sense. But then there's right? also that that effect of taking a gap year or taking mm-hmm. a year off because you just don't know, which I think a lot of people just don't know. But I personally feel like if I didn't start applying, you know, now, that I just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It would be way too yeah. hard to get back on it. I agree. Once you leave that school mode, I think it's really intimidating to get back into it. It doesn't mean it can't be done. No, and people do it all the time. But why do you think they, like, do you think people push it off, one, because they don't know, but two, because senior year has so many things going on, like we said, classes, events, sports, teams, this, involvement with CML, this, that. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, putting that before the future in a way, is that, like, a problem or is that just a different way of thinking? I think there's a level of comfort, like, senior Mm -hmm. year, um, you know, like, big people on campus like last year last year this is you know make your mark we have yeah we're not going to be living on a college campus that has everything anymore we just explain that we've made our mark (laughs) we truly have we have made our mark, which was our goal so we could say we've met a good majority of our goals we started a podcast we We started started a t-shirt business (laughs) and dropped the and we are basically about to publish research officially um which is a big goal of ours right into an economic academic journal which is huge um because we were working towards that as well we are so excited yeah and so like these are all amazing things but once you take no but once you take yourself out of this environment out of the friends and the comfort of just being on campus Mm -hmm. and going to basketball games and having like all these extracurriculars and having like the community around you, then that's where I feel like it can be really difficult. Well, the community is everything here because I'm thinking of certain friends that are out of school and working Mm -hmm. and they come here and they're just like, wow, you are always have someone to hang out with. You're always in the house with people. You're always doing this. And it's like, that's just so second nature to us. Yeah. Like we are in this bubble. It's a bubble. Right. It, it is. That's so, why there's a split between living in the bubble and preparing for post-bubble. Mm-hmm. And well, that's where the confusion kind of... The I, confusion sets in. Yeah, I guess. Well, I think it's interesting, and I'm not sure if people ever really get to that point where they want to accept that this is a bubble and that there is a future that 
like does not involve said bubble. What does it say about me if I was born aware of the bubble? Um, I would just. Are you psychoanalyzing me? <laughs> no, I don't have nearly enough qualifications for that. Don't say that. But I think it means that you have the foresight mm -hmm. to, the you know, future? enjoy the present, but also be aware of the future. Not in like a Beware. obsessive way, but in like a practical way. In like a well, don't you, you like to be prepared and you would like to know what your future holds. And I mean, stuff. same like, those to you. Important. I think you yeah, too. Yeah, and I think it's like pretty basic. But Is just it? not a lot of you people think it's want... basic? I think it's basic in practice, but not a lot of people want to accept the future because it is scary. It is like the fall scaries. And so obviously the easiest way to cope with that is to not think about it or not accept it, right? Yes, and I think Push we, it we off. see that behavior in practice. Yes, yes. But there's like 100% there's this, I guess, divide. And I don't see a lot of people embracing both. Most people either appear to fully embody the study, 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 grad school career of this LinkedIn that, and then the other people are just like, don't really care. Mm-hmm. Here I am at school. Mm -hmm. Party, sports, game. And eventually, like, crop, cream of the crop will rise, I think. It's, you know, whether it be in two years or five years or ten years. But you're going to remember, you know, what you did here has an impact on what you do in the future. Whether we want to accept it or not, it does. And so we just have to be able to, you know, be comfortable saying that, yeah, I'm going to be more aware of my future because that's what we prioritize now, which is a good thing. I think I'll, we'll thank ourselves for that later on. I think we thank ourselves now mm -hmm. for it because it's, yeah, it's a mindfulness adoption. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not something that you can just like inherently have. Mm -hmm. It's 100% mindfulness. So for people that are in a similar situation to us. Which, which I'm going to say, I felt almost alone this year, you know, in this idea of I'm focusing on the future like yes I'm socializing I'm going out with people but in the back of my head I'm thinking about the LSAT and like not <laughs> yeah. in an obsessive way but you know I'm always thinking when in my day with my internship and my classes when can I study when can I you know better myself for this this career and I felt sort of alone in that and I said oh why why does it seem like nobody else like is thinking this way and the more people I talk to like I told you, the girl I was talking to, you know, about you at the right. other place, she feels the same way and her boyfriend feels the same way. And yeah. I'm starting to feel like more people are in this transition mm -hmm. and it's less scary together. Right. Right. Because if we're all collectively feeling like, oh, I don't know, then there's comfort in that. A hundred percent. So I would say I would agree with like just being aware that we are not the only people. A hundred percent, no. Um, the majority of people are in the same boat as us. But a lot of people are too afraid to say it because you're not just going to walk up to someone that you're friendly with and just say, I'm kind of feeling like I'm having a hard time this year because I'm thinking about my future. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then you're, there's no, you know, there's no incentive to just tell people that unless you, you get a vibe that someone else is in the same boat and you're like, wow, we're kind of in this together. We're thinking, you know, forward. Right. No, I agree. And so I guess we'll we'll leave it with one last question of where do you go from here in the context of like fall scaries? It's gonna stuff is picking up already class wise, just in general. 
where do we go from here? What frame of mind do we put ourselves in so we can feel like we're getting to a point where it is no longer fall scaries? I mean, in the words of our co-author professor <laughs> in our paper, he said, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I said, okay, yeah. easier said than done, but okay. Yes. I think yes. it's keeping the mindset we have. We are very, very conscious of what's happening. We are in tune with like this feeling of transition. That's exactly what it is. It's transition. And it's normal to feel in a transition when you're, it's your final year somewhere, but you're, it's also going to be your beginning year somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's like one door closes, another opens, and you just got to accept that that's where you are right now. Yeah. So be comfortable in the uncomfy at the moment. I feel like that's like a... Tumblr quote. It, it definitely is. Find comfort. But... Isn't it like you don't you don't bloom where you're? Some there's a quote about it. <laughs> I think it's actually you don't grow where you're comfortable. Mm. So I guess like the discomfort actually is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Well, well. Enjoy your first couple weeks of fall. Get pumpkin coffee. Yeah. Ooh, we can talk about like fall aesthetics next time. Okay. Good idea. Always, those are always good. But uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Oh, 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 oh,